All right, everybody, before we jump into this week's podcast, uh, we're going to take a moment of silence for all the injustices that are going on, have gone on, and um, hopefully uh, this will come to an end soon, but uh, specifically for George Floyd, uh, Breonna Taylor, and Ahmaud Arbery, uh, just going to take a moment of silence before we jump into this week's episode. So hopefully you take it with us. Thank you. And run that intro, David. I'm drum. I'm drummer. <laughs> All right, welcome back, everybody. Week number 30. Week 30, guys. 30 plus 10 is 13 plus 25 is... You were on such a roll. You were on such a roll. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Three plus ten is thirteen. Plus twenty-five. Wait, no. Plus plus, plus fifteen 30. is twenty. Twenty-eight plus two is thirty. That's thirty weeks of this bullshit, guys. That's thirty weeks of our bullshit that you've dealt with or tried to deal with. We've had a few people drop in and out, so yeah, maybe you don't listen to all of them, but hey, we not, appreciate not, it. Not calling anybody out, but Sweden, uh. <laughs> get your shit together. Um. Thank you for those of you that did take the moment of silence with us. And there's no way that we can begin this podcast without addressing what's going on. And just kind of like we did with Corona, while the circumstances are very different, we want to talk about it um, and just kind of address what's going on. Also, while getting into our regular content of just randomness and our hope is to this little platform that we have created, we want to use it to bring attention where it needs to go and help give our listeners the resources and access to these resources so we can band together to make a change because while all this is going on i do believe uh that better better days are coming and things will change for the better um but also too we want this to be a place where people can come and listen and laugh with us um and not to take away from anything that is going on uh by any sense of the means but that is what you know, it's what we want our platform to be a place, a safe haven for everybody to come and hear from a, a couple white kids and, and just kind of see what what we think about everything. And um, I would just like to preface this with we Dalton and I have had a lot of talks recently. A lot. Um, it, it's stirred up a lot of conversation, which I think is absolutely fucking amazing. Um, we are going to say things wrong. We are we're trying really hard to learn. Um, just kind of just trying uh, to understand, trying to understand. And, 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 and Dalton and I talked for like two hours last night, just kind of going back through our childhood together and trying to understand where, where the problems lie in the subtle jokes that were made in our silence of certain things in our laughter of other jokes, uh, trying to understand these, these underlying tones of racism that, you know, we, grew up with whether that's in you know um our neighborhood within our school districts within our schools uh that we hear within you know the the people that grew we grew up looking up to right mm-hmm. um and it's caused a lot of reflection and a lot of time just trying to just sort through all of this because so much thinking and so much trying to understand it's like where's your place in all this you know and uh i think you know to white males like we don't really know where our place should be i mean i'm i don't know it doesn't feel right to be white all the time you know to be honest 
I don't know what to do about it, but I feel like uh, we, we, me and Matt checked the time yesterday to really try and figure out how we would try and understand like the hardships that other people have gone through and you know what like basically what white privilege was for us to be honest it's like we never we never thought that you know it was an actual thing but you know over the years that we've gotten older we've seen so many like tragedies and and people being you know mistreated and it comes down to like you know sometimes it comes down to your color and that's just where it's at and that's where we're at right now yeah and i think it too a lot of times uh at least you and i thought of white privilege as something that came with monetary values right or or um like we our lives were better for it Mm -hmm. when it it was but a lot of it came in the assumptions that we were able to make Yes. Right. Yes. Like, for instance, like, you know, growing up, like we were always told, you know, run to if there's ever something going on, you can go to the police and they'll protect you. Like the go to the fire. Like, think about the the different families that have those conversations. Right. Like we never had to worry about, you know, running to a police officer and, you know, and thinking at all. Like I've never even thought that there would be a chance that they would harm me in any way, shape or form. So just by not even having that thought. That's like white privilege for us. You know what I mean? Those are things that we, a lot of times it can be found in the assumptions that we made. Yeah. You know, and, and that's, yeah. those are things that a lot of people don't go back and look and look on. So like, you know, I'm going to pat my, myself and anybody else who's going through this time of, of just kind of taking a fine comb and really digging deep to kind of like see where these things lie. Like it's not easy to look at yourself as part of the problem even though you may have never have physically harmed somebody or you may have unintentionally added to uh all of this you know it's uh it's a time of reflection for sure and um it's it's wild protest man people are rising up and people have had enough and And that's that's like that's probably the most beautiful thing is that you know like even though like you know some of the protests have gone you know south with riots and with uh you know looting there's still plenty of protests that went very peacefully. Like, you know, I just that one in Long Beach went pretty well, right? The one a few uh, days ago, I believe so. I I know the one in West Covina went pretty like was yeah. was peaceful. Yeah, there's a there's there's plenty of like peaceful protesters, and I think that there's some people that are taking advantage of the situation. Um, but that that shouldn't take away from what the meaning of what these people are trying to say. Yeah, and absolutely. I think what you know what we should just do is just listen and make something happen about it. And I'm. It's crazy that, you know, you go on Twitter and there's nothing except Black Lives Matter. And there's nothing except these people showing, you know, what they believe in. And that's the beauty of, like, social media right now is, like, you're seeing everybody push their interests and push, you know, their, their, um, what do you call it, their... Just, just pushing their feelings forward, you know, and making they, sure people they're know. able to to use their platform for activism. Exactly, um, which is something that I, because I, I, I asked my father and I asked um, my my boss Ruben, how what is this like compared to the Rodney King riots? You know, because like that was something that happened in the '90s, um, and you know, Rand Ruben had told me, you know, they're they're very similar and very different. Um, in that social media has put out such a, you have such a wider range of exposure now to where not only is there attention on the issue here in the States, but 
you have other countries doing it for the U.S., right? You have uh, New Zealand in England, you know, and so now it's like not only is it a country issue here in the U.S., but now you have other countries. It's becoming a global solution, you know, yes. which I think is fucking sick. We're all becoming just this big part of history, and I think I think this is really going to represent some type of change. And like whatever it happens, happens. But this is definitely gonna change something. Yeah. Because this, it, nothing can happen like, like nothing like this has ever happened before. Like all fifty states, multiple like states in Europe, so many people are like backing this and like pushing it forward. That, like you know, the people and everybody is a big force to deal with. And so. and I so when Donald Trump got elected, the first. I mean, he's only been elected once, but like the first day of his election, right? He got elected or whatever. I remember that voting process. I remember because our cousins were too young to vote. And I remember seeing a lot of the kids that, you know, I am around that were still in high school during that time. And they were, they had access to this information and they were educating themselves on all of these issues. And I saw them upset because they felt, handcuffed because they couldn't go and vote and and take part in this and i remember telling monique i was like this generation up that's coming up are going to be the most politically active generation that i think that this world has ever seen because like uh you guys have heard me talk about my english professor jeffrey hicks um who just truly did a lot for me in changing the course of how I viewed the world and how and put me on this path of questioning everything to figure it out for myself but his big point was go vote because it matters you know and so I remember there was this one kid in my class he always wrote about the legalization of cannabis always any paper we did that cannabis needs to be legalized it needs to be legalized all the health benefits all these things right what is he gonna write about now I don't know. I don't know. I hope he graduated by now. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But I remember my professor was like, if you guys really want change, go vote. And he goes, if you guys could literally vote anything through, if you get enough of the people your age, because our demographic is larger than the demographic that's going to vote. He goes, the problem is who's fucking going to vote? He goes, it's nothing but the old white people that don't want anything to change. And they want things to make themselves comfortable in the last years of life. So that's what they're going to vote for. He goes, if you wanted cannabis to be legalized, it could have been legalized years ago. But the problem is, is that for so long, there was a generation that felt that their vote didn't matter. That felt that there were these things. Now, don't get me wrong. There's always going to be people that are politically active. But I just think that this upcoming group, that there was a polarizing figure in Trump that just divided the nation right in such a way that pissed off all these kids that felt that they their their voices weren't heard those voices can now be heard and i think that this is a culmination of it and i think these uh, this upcoming election is going to be absolutely insane and i i'm i'm excited for it man like i think times are changing and and hopefully for the better and so you know all of this is happening and we're still now on double lockdown yes I just graduated college, and for those of you that were like, man, that sucks for Matt because he got shit put on lockdown, and then it started to loosen up, and then I got told to be in my house at 6 p.m. I feel like I'm just getting grounded all over the place. <laughs> yeah, it's been, um, it's yeah, been so, hard to be home this much. Yeah, so... Um, but if you are choosing to go out and protest and show your support, we still have a pandemic on our hands, 
Yeah, there's yeah. still the coronavirus. To to everybody's credit, though, I have seen everybody wearing face masks and stuff. Like, I do think preca- preca- as much precautions are being taken. However, I do want to point one thing out. Two weeks ago, the most feared thing in this entire fucking world was the coronavirus. I think it's amazing that people took their fear and saw this as a more pressing matter for them to go out and oh, yeah. do something about knowing the risk of getting coronavirus like this is more important right and i think that's very like that's awesome i i I, that i that stood out to me as i was watching everything going on you know because um there's tear gas being thrown there's rubber bullets being shot there's a lot going on people are helping other people pick up i've seen people like trying to stop bleeding from other individuals and it's like there's still that love for human life where when there is an injustice that's been going on for so long and a lot of people have woken up to it they're like, I don't care about anything else. This needs to be fixed, you know? So I think that that is, that's something that has been super cool to see. So, um, like I said earlier, we want to be able to give out some resources. Um, so we have a couple links that we want we, to there's share. There's tons of ways to come out. There's petitions you can sign. There's places you can donate. There's protests you can go to. And we'll put this in our description too. Yeah, with the But link really, the there's one place that we are able to find a lot of these resources all put together and it's this website uh it's blacklivesmatter.carrd.co and it's it has everything you could want from this time period and literally called ways you can help absolutely and if um you're looking for if you're like me and you love to read books and you're looking for just some knowledge on on where i just ordered uh white fragility on amazon um that's a good place to start so if you're looking to read it and you're looking for somebody to discuss this stuff with, you know, uh, feel free to just shoot us a DM and ask what, what I think, or even better, um, go ask your friends. Uh, if I know I rely heavily on my friend Jasmine and her and I have been having these conversations about this topic for years now. Um, and you know, and if you are that friend for somebody, uh, help them educate them because you know, it's not. It, it this is a very interesting time and uh no question is too basic to ask at all so uh, again that's white fragility go to the website it'll be the, the link in our bio and uh yeah let's let's get to some changing yeah talking about things that didn't that have either not changed in 20 years the or only... have not aged well in 20 20 years ace ventura pet detective i just watched this movie like monique and i watched it a couple I nights think ago it aged very well no have you watched not. it no i haven't what's exactly. the last bro homeboy gets last i watched it was only like 14 okay so that's one thing yeah no we're talking about the end of the movie like oh so the mr entire, winky the entire <laughs> end of the movie is the Which entire one? is this the one in the jungle this is the one with the dolphins oh okay yeah i don't like that one and the, I, whole, the second one's way better second one's my favorite when nature calls oh yeah that, that one's that was one of my favorite movies growing up but the entire plot is predicated on a guy who is psychotic and deranged and in his plot to get de- uh, revenge basically becomes a trans person and goes from being a man to being a woman. Yep. And is, again, portrayed as a psycho and everyone completely hates this person. I don't remember And that. Ace Ventura kisses her at one point and... Everyone like it like becomes knowledge to everyone, and the reaction is, is insane. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it's crazy. So first, it's a comedy movie. It's about. Um, I mean, it's really funny. The, it's the first, the first, the first eighty minutes of this ninety-minute movie the, are yeah. are pretty fine. Uh-huh. It's not until you so realize it's just what the happened. Yeah, that really got you guys. Yeah, so it, it's like the it's literally the last ten minutes when everything gets revealed because it's a mystery. So the mm. the you find the twist is yeah. that who you thought you were chasing a man turns out it was a woman. Yeah. And so the the reactions just in today's day and age, there's like certain things that could not be made now with like just where the the position that our world is in. And this is one of those movies that just cannot be remade. It's it's nor nor should it be. Nor should it be at all. Uh, Yeah. But it's it's uh, I forgot how much he gets fucking laid. Like, and what's funny is that Monique and I were watching and she goes, I don't remember these scenes. And the only one that I really remember is the first one. Uh, where he gets the dog from that fucking asshole that lives in the apartment. He returns it to uh, its owner, and its owner is like, it's based in Miami. I'm assuming she's a porn star. She got giant fake boobs, and she's like, oh, how can I repay you? And what's funny is she she starts to like give him a blowjob, right? But can you remember your like, reaction as a kid watching that? I just okay. So hold on. So. She squats down below the screen level, right? And then if you're older, you're like, oh, hell yeah, this guy's about to get a blowy. But then his reaction is his he's holding on to like a ceiling fan or something. And you see him like getting thrown around. And I remember as a kid being like, oh, hi. Like it's a game. Like she's swinging him. Like that's, that's literally yeah. all I thought, you know? And watching it now, I'm like, oh, but it's like you see his belt buckle still. Like his pants are clearly still on. So I don't know. I mean, she might have just been like licking his ankle or something. Who knows? Um, Who knows, dude? Also, Courtney Cox is fine. Good God. Monique and I were watching it, and I was like, damn, she's hot. And I thought that even when I was younger. She's from Friends. She's Monica. Oh, yeah. She's cute. Yeah. <laughs> no, she, in that movie, I was like, damn, she's hot. Uh, but then, like, even, like, the, the like, CGI is so bad back then. Like, the, the scene where he goes in uh, – he finds like this huge shark tank. Like they they look up this list of um, materials that have been purchased, like recently purchased from. They get in contact with some nerdy undercover agent that's like working in this basement somewhere. A punk show. Yeah, and he, and yeah, <laughs> and then he's like tracking. He's monitoring aquarium equipment purchases to see who's buying giant tanks or anything and so then they find one and it ends up being that courtney cox's character knows him so she goes uh with ace and tries to convince everybody that that's actually her date and ace ventura pet detective is just like he's just a goon like he's just like a, a weird character just a sly guy just sly guy what is but, sly but, guy but not sly at all. He's very obvious about everything he does. So he goes and he finds this huge tank that looks big enough to hold a dolphin. And he's like, okay, this must be where the mascot of the Miami Dolphins got stolen and put. So he goes, and all of a sudden it's a great white shark, which first of all, I found out, can actually never be in a tank. That's why we don't see them in aquariums. Why? Because they have to constantly be moving. Fun fact. Um, huh. And get one of those shark wheels like they have for guinea pigs. <laughs> Just yeah, right. that works. Go straight, yeah. Uh, and then, like, the CGI of the shark, like, biting Ace Ventura is, like, really, really, really bad. Really bad. Is it? But at the time, I remember thinking that it was real. I was like, damn. Crazy. Shit. But, yeah, if you're going to watch the two, because uh, there's a second one, I highly recommend uh, this. The there's second three. One. Uh, Bumblebee There's Tuna. three? Yeah. The third one follows his son. Nah. I, don't nah. watch that one. 
Don't watch that one. I like the second one. There's no movies that you've rewatched that you loved as a kid where you, when you watched them older, you were like, wow. The Black Cauldron. Disney. You rewatched that? Yeah. Me and Lexi used to watch that all the time. I tried, I watched that and I was like, oh, okay. And then I was like, I get the, I get these weird little Disney kicks where I was like, I want to watch that again. And I could like, I could watch all the Disney movies, honestly, but I tried rewatching the Black Cauldron and I just couldn't do it. There was just something about it that was, wasn't. I, I remember loving that movie. I've never made it through that movie. Ever? Really? No. It was too, like you were saying, it's like too dark or Yeah, there's too something strange. about it. And I, and I, I want to say, who was it that worked on that? Uh, they showed him. Um, super famous, actually. Um, he did. Must not be that famous. Nightmare Before Christmas. Tim Burton? Tim Burton. Tim Burton. Tim Burton did the art for that did some of the art and stuff oh really and he worked on that movie and i was like it explains the movie it explains the the atmosphere of it but like i did i just couldn't watch it again and it bothered me because i love that movie when i was younger but there's no other movies really that like i can't watch um i don't know i don't really watch any like the disney princess movies just because i never was into those why it's never really cared for not even like mulan Oh, I love Mulan. Dude, that's such a good one. I love Mulan. Um, I've always liked like Pocahontas and little like the Little Mermaid. Sometimes it takes it takes a. Uh, I like the Little Mermaid TV show. All of the Disney TV shows were great. And Emperor's the Hercules TV show. No, 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 which one was my favorite? Leon Jackie Stitch. Chan. No, I do like that. Wasn't one. that Zuko? Was yeah. it? Yeah, Jake. No, sorry, no, that's Jake Long. Jake Long, Chinese. Oh, I never watched that one. Uh, do you ever watch the Tarzan cartoon? Dude, uh-huh. that's one of the best ones. Bro, I even remember I used to wake up early. I used to wake up early to watch Tarzan because it would be on at 6 o'clock. So I would wake up and I'd turn it on and I'd lay in bed and I'd watch Tarzan, Tarzan and Turk Adventures or whatever it's called. And I would watch that before school. Also, fun fact, I just I, – uh, I'm feel filled with fun facts today. Um, there's a – in Beyblade Canon. I don't know. I just saw this on Twitter. In Beyblade Canon. <laughs> There is, they explain Moses parting the Red Sea with a Beyblade. <laughs> That's how he does it? He shoots it wasn't, it wasn't Jesus. He throws a fucking Beyblade <laughs> and parts the Red Sea. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, I was dying when I read that. No, I, I try to think of that. Like, what's, like, did you ever watch, uh, like, the old, like, the 2000s Ninja Turtles, where it was, like, the animated ones? Yeah. Yeah, I think you watched that with me. Yeah, I watched that with you a lot. Um, I don't have any movies. I'll go watch. I watch Harvey every time I get sick. You know, what's that movie that like, like uh, old, um, what, what do they call them? Like the, the romance comedies? Rom-com? Romantic Rom-coms. comedies? I can't watch any of those. I've watched uh, Silver Lining Playbook and Forgetting Sarah Marshall. I've watched both of those movies a lot. The first time I watched Forgetting Sarah Marshall, I think it was with you. That movie's fucking hilarious. Um, and it, oh, what's the Fifty First Dates? I I I don't know if I like Adam Sandler, but I rewatch a lot of his movies. Um, I've seen Fifty uh, First Dates a lot, and there's another one. Monique and I almost watched it on Voodoo the other the day. That's why, huh? The Wedding Singer. No, actually, I've only seen that movie twice. You know that girl, the the girl in Fifty First Dates, and she's the one that's like always. Yeah, I. I the one that ne- can't remember anything. She's the one like she's always in a bunch of rom coms, right? Drew Barrymore. Yeah. Yep. Can't stand her. Why? She bothers me. Don't know what it is. I can understand that. I don't I never found her attractive. I never saw her as a cute one. 
her the, the, her best like her friends were always the cute ones, and I was like, why don't they put them in the main character? But I can never, I never like. That's why I don't watch some of those because she was so big back then. Like in, she was in all the films, and so I can't watch them. I don't know why. It's just I think I only like forgetting Sarah Marshall because Mila Kunis is in it, and she will forever have my heart. Mila Kunis, man. Uh, I'm trying to think what other movies do I have I, do I rewatch? Can I say how happy I am that Mila Kunis and uh, Ashton Kutcher, yes. are actually like in love? Uh-huh. That makes me so fucking happy <laughs> all the time. I'll think about it and be like, that always puts a smile on my face. Yep. I because like every time I go on Netflix, I'll pass that '70s show and it'll be like Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher, and it'll be like them in a scene together, and I'm like, <laughs> they don't even know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they like, don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the best thing in the world. What about you, Dave? What's, what's what are some movies that you rewatch? My sick day movie, Temple of Doom. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. And oh, everyone, we're talking about sick day movies? Everyone hates that movie. Well, they don't hate it, but they're like, that's the worst one. I've always loved it. And I realize it's probably because it's the it's, it's like it's the horror one. Mm. And like I've just always been big on horror. So yeah. you get Indiana Jones mixed with horror. Yeah. And everyone hates Willie and Short Round. And I'm just like a sucker for that kind of comedy. I'm yeah. like, that's great comedy. So I just love it. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know we're talking about sick people movies. Sick people movies? Sick, sick, <laughs> sick movies. Like, oh, I love sick people movies. Um, mine would be uh, uh, King Arthur, the Sword in the Stone. Really? Isn't that just like the last call, the Black Cauldron? It's similar. It was made similar. It's the like, same story, right? It was Pretty made much. in a similar time, but yeah, that one is like my favorite. I've never heard that one. Yeah. It's, what is it? Um, it's literally this kid. The only, the only, there's only one line that I know that, I'll, I'll, that I always yell at Matthew when he talks too much. And, and, and this, in this line, the big brother looks at a little brother and he's hunting like a deer or something. And the little brother's trying to like get his shit together and drops everything. And the big brother looks at him and goes, quiet what? Oh, that was, <laughs> you, and then you say that all the time. Was, yeah. <laughs> so whenever Matthew talks too much, I just do that to him. But yeah, I, I always watch the movie when I'm sick. That's because with mom, I always watched that movie when I was sick. Oh, really? And we watched it over and over again. And it didn't bother me because I enjoyed it. So now when I'm sick, that's what I watch. Uh, I tend to watch documentaries. But if I watch like a show, as you guys know, I'm not a big movie buff. Although I have been watching more movies recently. I think I've like watched with more. With Monique, right? Yeah, because Monique's here. It's usually with you and Monique watching together. I'm watching the uh, damn that, movie. No, I'm happy you're watching it. Yes. I'm just saying. Also, Good Boys is fucking hilarious. Uh, yeah, you guys can't watch any scary movies. You guys can only boys? watch Good Boys. It's like the coming of you have it on your Voodoo. Watch it, bro. It's fucking hilarious. It's so good. Oh no! It's like a coming of age movie. It's, it's a like Seth Rogen one. Three boys. Uh, they're all hanging. They're like the beanbag boys. They're just best friends, We're and the then boys. they're like trying to go to a kissing party, and they have to like do all this stuff because something that happens. That was never and- a thing. Right, like you guys never went to like no. a kissing party. You see, spin the bottle and all these like movies and TV shows. I played shows. that once. Seven, Yo, seven I, minutes in heaven. Yeah, I never, never played that stuff. I think because it was just like you're all like, who do you play that with? You're only with your close Bro. friends that you hang out with, uh-huh. and then that's weird. I've never like, Dude, I, I didn't go because Monique asked me. Monique was like, "Hey, did you ever play spin the bottle?" I was like, "No, I didn't." She's like, "Oh, I did." And I'm like, "Oh, all right, wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay." Uh, so whoever won that, shouty toddy to them. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, it's crazy. I always, I mean, I just, I was always with like, I don't know, my closest, like my guy friends, and I'm not gonna play spin the bottle what with them. What if the bottle went to one of the guys? I mean, kiss them or do you just like wave it off? Like, what are the rules to that? No, I don't know. For like, like, 
yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, know. now we would just I go, no, you, just... you have to kiss. Oh, yeah, No matter now. what. If it's a guy, fuck it, you're kissing him. Yep. But, like. I think it was just whoever was the closest girl. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you'd start arguing. Like, oh, no, no, no. It's in between. It's in between you guys. It's this way. Uh, yeah, so I watched that recently. That's a really, really funny movie. Uh, my dad loves that movie. But my dad, okay, my dad loves when he hears little kids cuss. He thinks it's the funniest shit in the world. It could be like... Dude, it is pretty a- funny. Anytime you show him a little kid that's like, ah, fuck, my dad will fucking piss his pants laughing. So I think that's why he likes the movie so much. Is yeah, maybe not the content or like... Yeah, like it has nothing to do, but you know it. every moment he's sitting there, he's like, was that little fucker going to say it? Shit! <laughs> yeah, he does laugh a lot. And your mom um, just likes all old movies. My, my mom is a big black and white movie buff. Dude, um, I didn't know the history of... Was it Nosferatu? Nosferatu. People actually thought that fucker was actually a vampire, and if yeah. nobody knows that, that's the first vampire film that was ever out, and uh, uh, like in like on film. Yeah, because the the guy that was it it wasn't Dracula. He he was no, it wasn't Dracula. It was the name of the movie a, Nosferatu. Was, yeah, it's, oh. it was a different version of Dracula. So it's an adaptation, but just basically the story of this guy is that he. Um, he never interacted with the crew. The actor. The actor. The actor never interacted with the crew. He never went to any of the events. He always did his part and went back to his back to his uh, dark little trailer and was always covered up. He acted like a vampire. Like he was engulfed in it. But like people said that was his lifestyle. They said that's how he lived, no matter what. He never like was one to be social. He always stayed to himself he always came out at night like even like just living in general people lived with him and people lived around him and they always were freaked out because he just was a vampire so that was a funny thing i was like oh shit like there's so much cool history that you never got to understand like back then i wish like that would have been like i just always think of like the anything it's probably just because i watch what we do in the shadows but like yeah. imagining if he was a vampire how difficult it's got to be for him to like live with everyone uh-huh where he's like, if he wants to go over and hang out with his friend's house, he's you just can't. standing there. He got he has to go get groceries, and he's just standing at the entrance of the grocery store. Let who me do you, in, who do you ask to invite you in from the grocery store? Does any employee count? I guess it would be any employee, maybe. Or does it have to be the manager or the owner of the building? Because to enter. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, I did not know this. Yeah, I feel like it would I feel like it'd be anybody. Hey, bro, can I go in there? Like, someone inside. Like, can you imagine how weird that would be? Like, you're, like, inside a store. Stainer hey, Brothers. Hey, hey bro. The I... door keeps opening and closing. Can like, I go in there? Hey, can, can I come in? You're all yeah. Uh, we're open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, but but can I walk in? Uh, yeah, that's fine. But am I allowed to enter the premises? Yeah, dude, come in. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I didn't get to say what I watch on my sick days. What do you watch on your sick days? I thought you said Harvey. It already. No, you I said do, Harvey. I do watch Harvey. Okay, yes, you, you no, no, but I have more. I have You're more. I have more. Shut up. Brooklyn Nine Nine. That's not a movie. It's a show, that's and, a show, and I watch it. I don't care. I'm breaking the rules. Uh, but I think that's because like last year I got the flu really fucking bad. Ow, fuck. I would think you'd watch a new girl on your sick days. Yeah, no. I, I go I watch that periodically, like at least once a year I'll go through the whole series. Which which PSA, if anyone needs to know what Dalton is, I mean like you should you should know him from this podcast already, but if you didn't, um he is Schmidt. He is Schmidt. And we've had multiple people tell us that. And if you Multiply and if false. you if you want to know like the closest thing to real life interactions that me and Dalton have on a daily basis, 
just go watch Nick and Schmidt interact in any <laughs> scenario, and that is almost identical to how we interact. I'm not lying. It's so similar. It's, it's so scary. I'm convinced somebody found you one day, and they were like, I need to follow this guy. This guy's a character. And then all of a sudden, my dumb ass comes out of the fucking house saying stupid shit, and like, this guy's a fucking character. And they're like, I love this. This is going in a show. Because it's like, all, like sometimes... They will have arguments and they will say things to each other that I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I've said this to Dalton. Like, it's it's crazy. So, oh my god, I do watch that show quite a bit. Um, but Brooklyn Nine Nine, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Only reason why is because I got super sick last year and I got the flu and I had never seen it that in my life. I'd never seen an episode, and so Dalton had been watching it. And this is how I kind of get into shows. Dalton starts watching it. And then about halfway through the series, I watch a random episode that I think is awesome. So then I go back and I start from the beginning and I watch it all. That's I'm, what Matt's doing with me with Parks and Rec. Yep. Literally, I cannot. I For the longest time, people have told me to watch it. I couldn't get into it. The second I figured out that Leslie Nope is literally my mother in a Parks and Rec department, I thought it was fucking hilarious. So then I'm going to I'm gonna go back and start Dude, watching it all over. that show is so good. It's so funny. Uh, Andy fucking kills me bro dalton dies and andy can literally just be breathing in the background and dalton's like that guy fucking is hilarious i <laughs> <laughs> love him um but yeah so that's what i watch i watch brooklyn 99 do you guys watch uh secrets of the lid secrets of the hidden temple legends of the hidden temple it was on nickelodeon that, it was on nickelodeon nope never seen it that's okay that's okay uh, we can move on to the next thing hold we on have, okay, can goosebumps can, yes what was your favorite episode of goosebumps the books were better books Definitely, we're better. The the book, my favorite Goosebump book was the one. Okay, um, how many Goosebumps did you actually read though? Like, did you read a lot of them? Yeah, I read quite a bit. Okay, how much did you read? I owned all of them. Okay, <laughs> calm down there, fuckhead. I just read all of them last summer. <laughs> I read like six, and I was happy about that. No, <laughs> what was... I think I remember the most is the Phantom of the Auditorium, which was like a middle school was doing Phantom of the, Aud- Phantom yep. of the Opera, and it was just no. Mine was there's a kid. Who was buying a comic book? Yeah, the the mutant. And he, uh, yeah. he went into this tower or something. Uh-huh. And it was the mutant's like headquarters. Yeah, that one. I remember. I, and he turned out to be the villain. Yep. And yeah, I, I went out. I watched that the other day. Yeah, that I guess I watch all those Goosebumps shows. They're so bad. They terrible. terribly. They're just super nineties. Yeah. But they're, yeah, and I fucking love it. And and the one that the ones that used to freak me out. Which one's the one where like you move into a neighborhood but you can never leave? I think I don't know. I I remember there being a Goosebumps episode where I watched it, where it was like you moved in, everybody's super nice and friendly. There was only one, and it was like I, the same day every day. And there was one book, one one Goosebumps book that I read that actually scared me, and it was like a legitimate like they walked into a, like a haunted house, and there was like a vampire. It's probably like Welcome to Fear House or something. something there was like a couple that. that got me, like Night of the Walk, Night of the Living Scarecrow was really scary. Yeah, I remember that. Which one. was the one with the mask? The mask. Oh yeah, that one terrified me. My I, favorite I, one was Monsterland. That was a good one. Day, a Day at Horrorland? A Day at Horrorland. That's mm. what it is. I remember uh, once I read the mask one for Halloween, my mom wanted to ask me if I wanted to be something, and like it came with a mask, and I was like, oh, I'm not wearing that. <laughs> Hell nope. no. Can't take it off. But anyway, there's uh, there's oh. this theory that I wanted to run by you. Yes, The shopping you. cart yes. theory. What the fuck is that? You guys have never heard about no. it? So it's supposed to be the ultimate test on whether or not you're a good person. Oh? Because Failed it. the theory is the shopping cart. It's something you use when you go to the grocery store. Do you put it away? Do you put it away oh, yeah, or do. do you not when you're done putting your groceries in the car? No, he doesn't. It is not illegal to put your grocery cart away. It does not benefit you in any way. 
There's no gain from it and nothing, there's no gain from it and nothing bad can happen to you from leaving your shopping cart out. However, you should put it back because, and the theory says because it's the right thing to do, Mm -hmm. but because it benefits the rest, like, other people right, it's like the right, ultimate right, right, it's like a tesla right. altruism no, you're talking too much listen this is how it works okay i worked at target for a while and they would always send me out to the carts so you're uh-huh all right so i would go and i would walk around target and i would walk around the whole perimeter of the center the eastland center or wherever and i would go and get all the carts and i would have a blast doing it because i didn't have to be in the store dealing with dumbass customers so no i think you leave it where the fuck you want because I'm going to get paid to get it either way. So you do what you want. I can get paid overtime if I want to and really fucking let it go because the managers ain't going to fucking do it. So I'm going to take advantage of my time. And they could tell you to hurry up. And you're like, okay, well, then you come get these fucking cards, bitch. And they're not going to. So, no, it's not a bad thing. You're not a bad person if you don't do it. Do people feel like, oh, yeah, it's like so rude? No. If you worked there and you've done it, you know that it's just the biggest waste of time and you don't have to do shit. You just walk around the store. It's so easy. So, no, it's dope as shit. And they got people that they do that. That's Their whole job is to retrieve a cart. So, you know what? Calm the fuck down. So, no, I'll leave that bitch wherever I fucking want. Fuck it. Because you think someone's going to enjoy going out to get it. Because I did. You why did. Won't they? And why won't they? They get paid either way. It's not a big deal. All right, there's an argue. There's an argument. That's a good argument, Matt. You want to come in on the other side? Yeah, Matt. Have you have you done this before? Have you worked there? Or <laughs> you done? Oh no, you haven't. Huh? Okay. I feel like people think I'm just this most pretentious person. <laughs> I'm like, I always put my shopping cart away, <laughs> but I really do. Yeah. Uh, like Dalton and I go shopping at Aldi um, to go get our food just because everything's cheap over there. Cheap protein. Yeah. It's Aldi cheapest. It's price. great. Yeah, Matt got mad because I finished protein in a week. Yeah, because you finished two. Yeah. Tubs of protein. Yeah. These was... are two pound uh, yes. tubs. Yes. You you know why? You know how? Okay. For you... comparison. A tub lasts me like three <laughs> months. It, two months. Dalton, two months. Dalton's been on a diet for a month. <laughs> I couldn't reach my numbers, man. It was hard. Yeah, I'm like, Dalton. He's like, oh, all right. Got to have six scoops tonight. Six scoops of what? Protein. Why? That shit's expensive. I'm like, just eat. He's like, oh, I don't know what to eat. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I'm getting better. Um, no, but like Aldi doesn't have any of those, like, you know, put your cart here, like the little. In the parking lot. In the parking lot. You have lot. to go up to the store. You have to walk it all the way back up. Do I get annoyed? Yes. Do I still do it? Yes. Just because it's the right thing to do. Like, I, I don't know. I value my time enough to where I'm like, I'd rather be doing things meaningful to my job rather than just wasting time walking around, wasting my employer's dime. I had a great fucking time doing it. <laughs> I don't regret anything. No, but like, you know what I mean? Like, but also to not even only that, but how many times have you guys pulled into like the only open parking stall and there's a fucking cart right there in the uh, middle of yeah, it? Yeah, that's funny. Like, no, I've been with you when you've gotten upset. I go run into it. You do. You, yes, you do. You when know. it's not your car, though. No, with yes. his car. I mean, with my car, too. Yeah. It's going to get moved. And how much is going to really hurt your car? Yeah, I'm no, sorry. I it, sound like an idiot. But <laughs> no, I, I yeah, I, I always put my shopping cart away. Um, I always go and, you know, if I'm in a rush, I'll at least, like, put it up on the little, uh, like, up on the curb. Out of the way of the I, parking spot. Yeah, I don't leave it in the middle. But, but do you think that, that, that stands well? 
on its own as a theory? No, because I think Dalton's a great person. I just think that. I think I'm a good guy. I just know where I stand with carts. Okay, I'm glad, you, on that issue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you put a lot of thought into that. No, I, I mean, I think the correlation between that and I think that correlates more to, weak, to mindfulness yeah. and consideration of others than being a good person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like those are strongly correlated, but I don't think it's a causation of it. You it's know like what? saying if a guy kills a rabbit and then spreads her blood all around the wall, it doesn't make him a serial killer. Yeah, but it might. It, might. <laughs> it definitely say pay attention. <laughs> you know, <laughs> look what your kids doing. Um, okay, that was just something I read. Uh, another one I read was an ask question. Where do you find these things. Dude? Reddit. Okay, that's mine, bro. Oh, the stress question is not the stress ball. <laughs> oh, not the stress ball. I gave that to you. Um, someone asked, "When wouldn't you jump in a fight that your friend is in?" And I got really intrigued because Matt is someone that that is always like, no matter what, I have a, a group of people where if they're ever in, like, I will defend them till they die. Yeah. And I will always jump in a fight for them. So then reading that, I was like, all right, well, is there a time where you wouldn't jump into to a fight for Dalton or for me? Yeah. Like say I was doing it for an, like a bad reason. Like it was just because I didn't, I just was so mad. And I just went and just punched somebody straight in the face. And I, they start, there's like seven other guys start ganging up on me. <laughs> the baby gets in there. Okay. <laughs> the baby takes a little rattler. It jumps <laughs> off the shoulders, just elbow drops, you know? Um, this is rough. Cause I'll be honest, I don't give a fuck. I fight. Yeah, I would No too. matter what. No matter what. Yeah, I think that. Either to fight to get him out or to fight to the death. I would probably wouldn't do that. I think mine would be like just get the situation calmed down and separated. But if I didn't agree with the cause of it, you better believe I'm ripping into one of you two and ever we're alone, you know? So you will fight during it, but then once the fight's over, you will also fight whoever Absolutely. you were helping. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But no, you, so you I'm you just, weren't I, good letting them learn their lesson in the moment from someone else. You want to be the one to teach the lesson. Not really. It's just I don't they think, don't want the person to die. You know that you know that you I know won't, I won't kill, kill Dalton. You. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They'd yeah. rather be like you know learn from it and don't get too many like eyes eye eye bruises. What the fuck was I gonna say? <laughs> Black eyes. Black eye, eye bruises. Don't get those eye bruises, kids. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm a very, very loyal person. So I'll defend you and I'll, I'll ride with you, like in, in public, but mm-hmm. like behind closed doors, like I'll definitely like I'll let you know. Like I don't have a problem doing that. Um Yeah. Like if someone put their cart back and Dalton was working and got super mad and you were there for whatever reason. Why are you putting the carts back? And the guy's like, I don't know, I don't know. And he just starts like cussing at him and insulting him about putting his cart back. And then the guy just t- can't take it anymore and starts beating up Dalton. I would stop it and then First I would. Off, that would never happen. I would stop it and I would tell Dalton, like, you deserve that. I want you to know, I but like, I'm not going to let it keep going. You know what okay. I mean? I don't even care how tall he is. <laughs> I'm 
fucking karate chop that what about you so no matter what matt does you'll jump in with him yeah normally because um when it comes to matthew if he really gets mad about something then i mean i should probably be mad at it too (laughs) (laughs) for me i understand why he says that but for him there has to be a real reason so it's very different i'm honest with myself i know i don't fight for the right reasons all the time so (laughs) you know you win some you lose some okay then what's follow up what's what's the hierarchy of jumping into a fight f- for someone what do you mean what, is what level of friend does it take before you're like all right no that, that's not worth it i'm not going to jump in with that so like annalise <laughs> <laughs> An- annalise doesn't need help or she'll just crush somebody's head with her, with her thighs Crush. um <laughs> I don't know. It depends on the person. Like, it it's hard for me because like I care about so many people that it's like you know I if I see a situation escalating, I'll usually go tell whoever I think is wrong. Like, chill the fuck out. You're being a fucking idiot. And then normally I have enough respect from that person to where they'll listen. And then it'll like defuse the situation. But I, I don't, it really depends on the situation. Like I don't really have a hierarchy of individuals of, unless you're like, I don't know, like my, my like Dalton, like Dalton or you, you know what I mean? Or Monique, like, like you're my, my people, you know? Um, I don't know. Dalton. Um, what do you think? No. Uh, like if <laughs> Just no. <laughs> no. Um, I mean, if I if you're my friend in general, like if I if I have a sense of respect for you, then that's all it honestly takes. I don't need to like I don't need to know your whole life story. Like if I if I, I know you're a good person and what you're standing up for, what you're fighting for is like a proper reason. Then I'll be like, fuck, yeah, I'll fuck him up or I'll at least try. I'll just get in the way. You know what I mean? Just do something. I can take a few hits. What's the extent of your training? My fight training? Yeah. Um, Is it just the Super Smash that we talked about last week? One, one time we sword fought in the backyard. Down B the whole time, you know. We've been talking about fighting a lot. Yeah. Like two, three weeks in a row now? Have we talked about fighting for three weeks in I a row? I think so. Why are we talking about fighting so much? David, is there something you need to tell us? David, are you planning a fight? I may need backup. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I won't fight your sisters. Interview process. (laughs) (laughs) You too. No, I don't know. I think just things just keep coming up. That was just a good question because you specifically are always like, "Doesn't matter." Yep, I'll get in it. The other thing that came up was memory loss. I've actually thought about this. I've actually experienced this. So it was a post memory loss. You've experienced memory loss all the time. No, it doesn't count. Of just like, hey, what'd you have for dinner last week? I always forget that. I don't know. That doesn't count. No, no so I sure so like amnesia memory loss. Like so, I've thought about this. Like whenever, for whatever reason, there was one time my parents and my brother and I were driving home from somewhere, and I was laying down in the back seat, and my head, the top of my head, was pressed up against the door, and I was like, "Dang," because you know, my head, top my head was pressed against the door, and I was like. Dang. <laughs> what the no, fuck does that mean? You didn't let me finish my sentence. <laughs> you did the pause, not me. I thought I was like, dang, if we get like T-boned, yeah. it's going to like hit straight in my head, you know? And I was like, well, what do I do? Like, what if I wake up 
and like I can't remember anything. Like I wake up and I don't know who like my mom is. I don't know who my dad is. I don't know who my brother is. Like, what would that look like? Freedom. No. And I've always thought that like I would have this like for whatever reason there would be a deep connection to like Dalton or to like my dad or like to my mom or like to Maggie. And I'd be like, all right, like, I don't know why I trust you, but I trust you. Who am I? What happened? What does that process look like in like getting the memories? Like, could you imagine somebody tell like, like Dalton, you lose your memory and you trust me because you you, you know that like, I, I'm just your guy. You don't know why. Right. You're like, who am I? And I go, your name is Dalton Miles Drum. Yeah, okay. And the next next bomb I drop on you is I go, you love this series of movies that are about laser swords and this invisible force field that you can push out of Like, you would be like... It already sounds amazing. No, you would... You I don't would, think your personality goes away when you get amnesia. You're, how, do you, how do you know? Because your information... What would it say? The way your your brain processes knowledge versus information is different. And the way it processes like character traits and stuff is, is all like different compartments. So when you get amnesia, only the information compartment gets thrown out. And that's oh. why this, this girl like that I read, she was, she's 19 and she went in for heart surgery. And while she was having heart surgery, the doctors cut off her oxygen and she lost so much oxygen that it caused her to lose her memory. So she came out and the last memories she had was when, when she was seven years old. And like, it was like her grandma dropping her off at some bakery. What the hell? And so she, when she came out of the thing, she was like, they were like, Hey, do you, do you know what's going on? She's like, yeah, my, my grandma just dropped me off here. Or something like that. And then the family had to come in. Like, they didn't understand until the brother, the twin brother figured it out. Yeah. And was like, grandma died two years ago. Oh, shit. And so, but she, because she, she did like an ask forum kind of thing where she's yeah. answered questions. And people were like, oh, so how does it feel to be a second grader again? She's like, no, I'm 19. I know how to do stuff. I know how to be a 19 year old. Oh. I just don't remember. I don't know who these people are. I don't know. The only person I remember is my grandma. Even she, she was like, my boyfriend's the only one that is taking it well and is there with me every single day. And I like, again, like you were saying, she's like, I trust him. I don't, I don't like, he's really funny and he's nice and stuff, but yeah. he's basically got to re introduce himself. Yeah. And, like, I didn't rekindle a relationship yeah. like that. Like 50 first dates. Mm-hmm. But one time, but that, but, and so it's, but I think it's definitely different. It's probably easier for the boyfriend to do it. And someone said it because he, he's like met her before. Yeah. He's he knows what the, that first uh, interaction exactly. is like. Compared to her family who just has always known her. And now. Yeah. Now they have to introduce themselves to her. Her twin brother who just now, you know, losing not only that connection, but like the twin connection. If I lost my memory and Dalton had to reintroduce himself to me, I would hate him. Because Dalton would not act any different than he is now. And it would just be like. Matt, you fucking pussy. And I'd be like, why is this guy being so mean to me? I don't understand what's going on. You wouldn't know on. pussy was a bad word. I would tell you that your first name is pussy and your last name is drum. <laughs> pussy drum? Pussy drum. <laughs> you wouldn't even know the difference. But just think think of like cohabitating with someone that on both sides, like for if Dalton lost it, you like 
living with someone that has no idea who you are, but has like their whole room. You have to like relearn how to interact with him. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you'd be way moodier than you are now. Oh, it's so bad. If you didn't know anything? Yeah. I would honestly I would think like, of how I would think of how moody and sad he'd get if you lost your me- your memory. Yeah. He would be crushed. Yeah. You'd Why be would crushed. I be crushed? Why would he be crushed? <laughs> because you love your brother. Yeah. And Does that mean he doesn't love me? To lose <laughs> him? Yeah, and to lose me? I would honestly, if Dalton lost his memory, I would just go get a photo album and I sit down. No, all we have to do is watch our family videos. We got all of them. That's the other thing is learning. You know, it's been 12 years since your last memory. You have to relearn everything that's happened in the past 12 years. The thing is, you just got to really trust the person and know that they're not going to lie to you and tell you that, oh, you believe in these things when really you didn't. Yeah, that would be the biggest thing. Is you, like, you really like, have to trust somebody. Yeah, that would be the hardest thing the, I think anybody. that would be the first couple of weeks is like building up trust with one individual and like you're kind and of at the mercy of whatever the fuck they decide to do. Yeah, you I know? think I think it's definitely one of those things you have to keep, keep social media out of it because social media can change the way you view things, the way you think, but like you're just like, no, this is like we're building you up. But social media is also kind of a diary. In a sense. I mean, for the person. Yeah. Yes. I didn't think about that. I was thinking about what they would see, like, you know, on Instagram. Oh, yeah, I Twitter. doubt the last thing you're going to do when you come out and you don't have a memory is, they're, oh, here's your phone. You're going to remember how to use that? I doubt it. Here's all the Instagram models. You're probably going to be like, why can't I flip this thing open? Why is the screen just out like this? Like, what the hell? This how is- am I supposed to open this thing? <laughs> yeah, it's such a, it's such a, like a blow. Like, it's such like a hard thing to comprehend, even just being in that place of, not having any idea who you're around nor the knowledge that you've gained because you keep your skills of however long. That's yeah. crazy. You're going through like getting your doctorate and then <laughs> the next day it just it's all gone. Your whole memory of every year of schooling for the past eight years is just gone. How are they going to reteach that shit? They're going to give you that for free? No. No, that would suck. Dude, two hundred thousand more dollars down the drain. Fuck, not down the drain. You're gonna get it back. You're a doctor, but <laughs> well, I mean, you're a doctor that doesn't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> so, how much are you really gonna get back from that? All right, if you made it this far into the podcast, thank you so much. Uh, really do appreciate it. Week thirty in the books. Week thirty, baby. And as always, uh, go ahead and follow us on all the social media platforms at Drum Podcast. Leave us a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. And uh, go ahead and shoot us any DMs with any questions. And um, at the beginning of the podcast, we talked a lot about um, everything that's been going on. And uh, go check out the link in our bio for resources. Um, and talk. Be active. Let's let's be better than we were you know, before all of this and let's continue to move forward and uh, stay safe out there, everybody. And hope this made you laugh a little bit and brought some joy to your day. Um, But until next week, uh, be safe. I'm drum. I'm drummer. We'll see you guys then. Bye. So loud. The stand. I know, bro. Jesus. Uh. Oh, fuck.